0: Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle an Ex-Lesbian Podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I wanted to share with you guys a bit of a conversation that I had in one of my one-on-ones. Uh, again, I do my one-on-ones with people from around the world, and I absolutely love it. You could definitely reach me at lovethecross.com um, and send me an email, and I would love to chat with you. Uh, so in this specific conversation, this um, amazing woman of God who struggles with same-sex attraction, brought up the topic of a soulmate. And I loved it. I loved it so much that I was like, I'm gonna share it with you guys because I know that it will edify you guys. Um, And a lot of people have this thought process, especially when they're just walking out of the LGBTQ lifestyle um, and begin maybe uh, starting their relationship with God. And this worldview of the term soulmate is so heavy within us. Meaning, man, maybe you were in a same sex relationship with someone who you thought of as your soulmate. And I'm not saying that y'all didn't click. You probably clicked, um, um, in so many different ways. You guys just uh, work together. Um, you didn't really argue or fight. It just seemed as though your two puzzle pieces fit together perfectly. And you're just like, man, all the people I've dated, this is the one, right? This is my soulmate. She is absolutely perfect. I don't want anyone else but her. That's my ride or die. I'm done. Right. And then God steps in and begins to convict you and talk to you and speak to you. And you're like, okay, all right. Um, she is not worth eternity, right? She's not worth my eternity being spit apart from God. So you say yes to God, and now you're walking this out. You break up with your girlfriend, and you're just like single, and you're walking with God, and you begin to have all of these thoughts of regret, right? It's these thoughts of, man, um, maybe I don't want to be single for the rest of my life. Like, I I want a family, I want kids, but I never thought that I could do that with the opposite sex. How in the world is that gonna work, right? This, this woman was my soulmate. How am I gonna find another soulmate with the opposite sex and I'm not even feeling them like that, right? Like sexually, I'm not even there with them. I don't know how this is gonna work. Like that was my soulmate. And this is a world view of the term Soulmate, we are a physical being, right? We have a body, but inside of our body we have a soul. That is that thing that makes us us. Okay, um, if our soul dies, we die. We die. Our body dies. Okay, when we when we die, our soul is the one that goes up to heaven. Um, your flesh doesn't go up to heaven, right? And so the worldview of soulmates is very fleshly. It really is. It's, it's worldly because what separates us Christians, Christ followers, let me say that, right? Fan or follower, right? So followers, what separates followers of Christ Jesus from the rest of the world? It's that we have the spirit of God living on the inside of us. We said yes to God, the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us now in order to show us uh, the way of righteousness, to show us how to break the chains in our life, to show us who we really are in Jesus Christ, to show us um, how we're supposed to, how God actually created us to think and live and act and believe, right? So there's a whole transformation that's going on when the Holy Spirit's on the inside of us and we're walking with God. Now, apart from God, the Holy Spirit isn't there. So we're just a body and a soul, okay? And our soul is oftentimes nine times, 10 times out of 10, right? Led by our feelings and our emotions. Something about our feelings and our emotions is that it fluctuates daily moment by moment, actually, whenever <laughs> some people say, well, if it feels good, do it, right? Well, okay, fine. If it's sunny outside and I'm on a vacation and I have a beach house, I'm going to naturally probably feel good, right? Because the environment that I am in is has an effect on how I feel right? If I just lost my home and everything and I'm homeless, I'm going to feel super lousy. I'm going to maybe feel like giving up and just saying, I'm done with this, right? Our feelings are manipulated based on our circumstances, but also by the things we ingest it through, through our um, eye gates, the media, all that different stuff, right? So our feelings and emotions always fluctuate, but the world tells us we're supposed to go by that. So our soulmate, according to the world, it just goes with our feelings. So if I'm feeling you, then we're good, right? But how many people have you felt good with in the beginning and later on you're like, why did I ever start dating this person? It was because there was feelings involved that were good for a season. And then you're just like, man, we aren't even meant to be. Now I'm not saying that people who are married, everything's going to be perfect all the time. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. There's going to be ups and downs, but there is a foundation in Christ Jesus that the people of the world do not have people of the world's foundation is oftentimes just a slippery slope. It really is right. So you meet this girl, um, through other friends. And what was y'all doing? Going to the club, hanging out. Your foundation is the friend group, right? Your foundation is drinking, going to the club, chilling, going to the movies. That's your foundation. What if someone says, okay, well, I don't wanna drink anymore. The other person says, well, I'ma start smoking weed, right? And the other one says, um, well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go to church now. The foundation has shifted in the relationship. So that thing that was built on, that, the foundation that the relationship was built on is now shifting and you're gonna fall through, right? Now you have to be like, well, what do we have in common now? because that thing is gone. We don't do that anymore, right? So where's our base? Where's our foundation? So we cannot live by our feelings. We cannot live by the the fluctuations of our feelings and emotions, right? So think about that when you think about that person, when you think about your soulmate. So a Christian view of this is And Darius Daniels said this, and so it really helped me in ministering to her. Um, He said, it's a mate for your soul, right? A soulmate, let's flip it biblically. It's a mate for your soul. Your soul now has the Holy Spirit dwelling within it as well, okay? So the Holy Spirit says, I am going to take All the stuff that the enemy did in your life to just twist you up, mess you up, give you wrong thinking, um, um, to make you angry, to make you frustrated, all of these negative qualities that we have about ourselves, the Holy Spirit's like, I'm gonna change all that. You are going to look like Jesus Christ. Does that mean you're gonna be perfect? Heck no, right? I am not perfect, but if I allow the Holy Spirit to lead me, right, I begin to genuinely change. So the Holy Spirit is just doing this whole new work on the inside of us. And so now we're looking for mate for our soul. What is healthy for our soul? What is healthy for our soul? Is someone that does not have the Holy Spirit healthy for our soul? No, they're gonna pull us away from God. Come on, it's inevitable. It really is you start dating someone who's not a believer and you're sold out for God. Awesome. What's going to happen? Eventually you aren't going to go to church all the time because they don't want to go to church all the time. What if you have kids? Well, the kids don't have to be forced to go to church because you know, the other person doesn't go to church. And so your whole envision of, of, we are going to be a house that serves the lord has gone out the window right because you were not evenly yoked let's say um um well now i'll skip that but basically a mate for your soul it lines up with biblical truths someone who is a mate for your soul they will line up with the biblical truths that you follow, the Holy Spirit in them will resonate with, click with the Holy Spirit and you. And that connection is the basis for that foundation that you will build upon. If your foundation is built on something that is solid, which is faith, faith in Jesus Christ and 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 having the same biblical ideas when it comes down to those major things then your foundation will be solid so when the storms come when 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 hell comes all that stuff it won't tear apart the house maybe it might blow out the window but guess what that foundation is still there it's still there your house is still there it didn't get blown away because the two people have come together and these two people are people that God put together. God said, hey, Adam, it's not good for you to be alone. I'm gonna give you a mate for your soul. I'm gonna give you Eve. What God has put together, let no man tear apart. So if we're talking about a mate for our soul, we can go with the twisted version of that. And let me tell you something, the enemy will always try to get you to backtrack. I don't know how many, every story that I've heard, there are so many similarities. It's like the same book. And I love it because it just tells me over and over again that the devil does not do new tricks. So here, let me just tell you what's going on in your life a little bit, okay? I'm just gonna repeat the same story, okay? And you're gonna find your life somewhere in the midst of this. So God has been talking to you, he's been convicting you, and you just feel overwhelmed to the sense where it's like, man, I know this is God, or I think it's God, and but I, I wanna follow him. I took this leap of faith, right? You took this leap of faith, You broke up with your same sex partner. um, And for a minute, it was cool, right? For a minute, you're just like, yes, God is good. Everything's amazing, right? But then you're like, all of a sudden, you got sober minded about that, right? The, The super happy Holy Ghost party wore off. And you're just like, oh my God, I broke up with them right? I miss them. I know I shouldn't miss them, but I do. Man, we click together so well. Oh my God. Like, am I going to find someone of the opposite sex? Uh, Oh my God. Like, I never even liked having sex with the opposite sex. So how is this going to work? Can God really change the way I think, really change the way I feel? Will I really find a mate for my soul? I'm here to tell you that God can do the impossible everything I say, it's from experience and it lines up with the Bible. It is. And so, I mean, if he could do it for me, I always told people this. They were like, Jessica, you're so pretty. Um, How come you don't like guys? Like, you're so pretty, right? And I used to say this when I was younger. I said, guys are, I don't know if I should say this. (laughs) Um, No, I'm not going to say it. But I would, I would, um, say guys are like something. Okay. And I would say, um, they're cute. Sometimes you want to play with them, but you would never do anything further. Okay. And they're like, okay, I get that. Right. Um, basically imagine something, someone or whatever, you would never have sex with. Right. So it's like, yeah, they're cute, but uh, you would never like, that's just a no. It is a law against that thing. Okay. Um, but now God has shifted my mindset and my understanding to where I'm definitely attracted to guys. Um, I don't have to fake that, right? Um, I definitely want to be in, in a marital relationship with a with, with man of God and have kids. So God can do that. If he did it for me, I know he could do it for you. And his word says that he can do the impossible. There's nothing too hard for God, but you got to take it step by step. You really do. Step by step. Don't expect to get, you know, to this point where I am, uh 12 days after God set you free from homosexuality or you said yes to God. That's ridiculous. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not going to say it's ridiculous cuz God can do the impossible, right? Okay? There's some stuff in my life He changed it like that overnight stuff that were, were addictions, but there's other things that I really had to walk out and allow God to change my mind when it comes to things. Um, so it can be a process. So you have to start with step one and step one is developing a relationship with God, not being a fan, but developing a relationship. If, thinking about homosexuality is too much for you and you're just like tripping over the fact that you know you broke up with your girlfriend and you're following God now and what in the world did I do if you're feeling like that you know just and you're wondering I guess like can God change the way I feel about the opposite sex stop take a breather please for me take a deep breath Good job, okay? Don't worry about the future. God will handle the future. Worry about today and right now. And don't even worry about it. But walk with God. Develop a relationship with him. Don't worry about the things that seem impossible in your life right now. Those big mountains and you're like, God, can you actually break that up and move that? Don't worry about that. God has got the mountains. He's got those big things that just seem impossible. He's got it. Worry about today. And today is developing a relationship with him. Spend time in worship and prayer. Every time that, you know, I do my best, like for every time that God just puts in my mind, spend time with me. I stop what I'm doing and I do it. I stop what i'm doing and i do it and a lot of times i'll just get on the floor and i'll just bow down uh, with my hands raised to the heavens and i will just worship him with my lips just worship him and just tell him how amazing he is and and, and I'll, i'll just sit quietly half the time you know it's about developing that relationship so don't fall victim to the traps of the enemy that basically the enemy's like, I want you to focus on the mountain. That's what he does. The enemy wants you to focus on the mountain because that is the perfect way to get you to quit and give up. It's the perfect way. But don't worry about what you can't handle. Just worry about developing a relationship with him. Know that God loves you just the way you are right now, jacked up, Messed up, confused, straight tripping. He loves you, but he loves you too much to let you stay the same. But guess what? It's a process. He's like, Don't even worry about it. Like, I love you, just hang out with me. Don't worry about the other stuff. And when we do that, we will notice things beginning to fall off of our lives. We notice that after a while, we begin to change these little things here and there, and we're like, Wow. God showed up in a mighty way, and that was awesome. So think about that. I hope that this podcast really helped you and edified you, as usual. If you like it, please share it, rate, review. Um, And if you wanna donate to this ministry, it really helps me to mentor one-on-one with people around the world. I got to speak with an amazing uh, person from London yesterday. Um, And by the way, that's my favorite accent of all around, all around the world, all the accents I hear. Um, I just love the British accent. It's so beautiful. Uh, I need to make a trip. That's what I need to do. But your donations go out to me being able to do what I do. Okay. I absolutely love you guys. Please share this. And thank you for tuning in to the victory is greater than the struggle struggle and ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom.